Welcome back to another re-education experience podcast with me, your host, Darren Langell. Today, I've brought on another amazing guest. This guest actually, I believe, has the highest level of production I've ever had on the show. So again, he's a guy I've been trying to get on a while, and it's kind of hard because he's a busy man. Um, his name is DJ Della Sala from down in St. Augustine, Florida. So super cool area, super cool cat. He runs a team, Independent Brokerage. Uh, DJ and Lindsay team and his wife's not on with us here today but DJ gets to be the star for the show uh, he has done it all this man he's also got this honor that very few agents probably will ever be able to have and he's going to hold on to this one forever I'm hoping um, they're the real estate official agents to the to an NFL team now that's wild in itself Jacksonville Jaguars He's got friends who also have those kind of similar relationships, I think, around the, the U.S., which is incredible. And it just speaks to the circle of influence he's a part of. Um, so it's a huge honor to have him. He and I talked offline briefly, and I was looking online about their pace of sales. And I looked at one point, I saw 1,500 per year. Then I saw two, then I saw 2,500. And then I think he's telling me now that they're on pace for 3,000 homes in the year which is wild and crazy. So DJ, I know you're a busy man. You're a surfer, father, husband, entrepreneur, investor, business investor. So you've done it all, been there, done that. Welcome to the show, my friend. Man, thanks for having me. Super excited to uh, be a part of this. Amazing. Can you give us a little run through about your organization? Your 85 agents, I think we talked about. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. And they're all under the team model. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, so we, uh, we're an independent brokerage. We run it as a team model. Um, you know, we've, we've rapidly grown in size over the last year in 2020, just to back up a little bit. Licensed in 06, you know, went through the turmoil of the, of the Great Recession here in, in Florida, but then, you know, pivoted and started working with some investors, had some success with that. And, uh, you know, moved to another brokerage, met Lindsay, and then I was still working with a lot of investors and had an opportunity to work for a bank-owned firm and, and do all of that, you know, REO business. But I'm unorganized. Um, Lindsay is, you know, I'm like the thinker and Lindsay is very organized, approached her. She said, yes, we moved on. But we're doing all the work as, as if we were, you know, broker owner. And I'm, you know, because it was a California-based company and, you know, California has a, a ton of documentation and things you have to do like a little bit above and beyond that we were used to. So we did that. And I was having friends ask me, hey, DJ, how do you get licensed? We, you know, they saw that we had some success. And I was like, Lindsay, let's just go in. Let's do our own thing. Let's open up. Let's change the world. Let's be cool. Let's be hip. Let's market better. Let's, you know, provide this, provide leads because nobody else provides leads. But at the time, there wasn't really this whole team model. So we opened up as an independent, hired agents, gave out leads, realized they don't you know, follow up or aren't accountable. So went to a Tom Ferry event in 2015, learned about the team model and said, hey, we're going to do this. Uh, back up a little bit more. Lindsay, you know, like I said, is very organized, but also very detailed in operations. So 2015, we brought on uh, Brittany, which is still with us. She's actually the broker of record for the for the team now and my number one in the organization, just phenomenal person. And so she was our first hire, slowly built from there, kind of doubled in agent count, but also doubled in, in volume every year. So we went from like 32 million to 64 with four agents to 12 agents to 132 to 264 to 465, I think last year, now to a billion. 
And it was like, it's been a wild ride, been fun, but it's all been based on, you know, true foundation of great building blocks through, you know, great leadership and great people. And uh, it's, it's, it's a wild ride. How, I mean, growing at that pace is, mm-hmm. I mean, and relentlessly for what, a half decade, even more now, a doubling, doubling, like I wish I would have bought the DJ and Lindsay stock, right? Um, <laughs> like growing at that pace, but also finding time to figure out, like you said, setting the foundation. Mm-hmm. I know you said a lot changed in COVID 2020, it rocked us all. Right. How, do, how did you guys pull that off, right? Crushing growth, which means yeah. obviously with agents and volumes in yourself, but also systemizing so well that it didn't just crumble like that that's a feat in itself man yeah it was uh it was crazy so we were at like 38 agents last year in march and it was going well life was good we had just Lindsay and i had just got married the the uh august before on labor day weekend i mean life was you know it was, it was cruising along I, i'd broken my leg two months after that but i was like you know it's just a little setback March comes along, we're about to launch this big billboard branding campaign, 23 bill, 23 or 25 billboards were going up. Week later, COVID world shuts down, half the team leaves. And I'm like, all right, I believe so much. And then, you know, every, every kind of, uh, every climate was different in the world, right? I mean, you had every, you know, I know where you are and, you know, different states and it was just, it was very different. Nobody really knew what was going on. And, uh, Florida was just, you know, very different than many other places. And I said, Hey, we've always bet on ourselves." When you talked about stocks, I, you know, I was like, you know what, we have the foundation, we have everything we need. We have the leads. We, you know, we've done it the right way. Just keep going. And we did, we kept hiring, we kept recruiting, we kept doing everything that we believed in. And, uh, fast forward. It's just, it, it paid off big time. And I think without the, you know, you hear teams trying to get in all the time and starting things, but if we didn't have that foundation, like rock solid, the way we were now, it's just, now it's it's just felt, felt good and feels good now. Now you you mentioned that concept early when you were learning how to be a team leader and it was like, let's throw leads at these guys, right? Let's throw leads. And of course, you know, with 23 billboards, you know, NFL team, you know, sponsorship type thing, your pace and 85 agents, a lot of people would think, oh, he's just buying, buying a whole bunch of leads. But there's so much more to the strength of a team. I would assume your retention is pretty strong as well, because I know how much you pour into your people. Can you talk about that a little bit? But also the layers in the organization. Like when I looked yeah. on your site, I was like, oh, man, this guy's staffing more than most brokerages, like with thousands of agents. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's our goal. I mean, I, I believe you know, we're having our offsite tomorrow. And I believe my goal is to be one of the, my goal is to be the best team in the U S maybe best brokerage. And when I say that I want to have the best training, I want to have the best marketing. I want the agents to walk into a, to a system that they can just walk into plug and play. Yeah. The leads are great, but the marketing for them is going to be top notch. The training that they know what they're doing, what they're saying, because I do believe the customer and their biggest purchase deserves that. And, you know, it's the barrier to entry right now is very, you know, low to get into real estate. And I think we take for granted a lot of times when people get licensed of going through the true training that's needed to not make mistakes and knock on wood with, with all of the transactions and training and great transaction coordinators we have, we're able to avoid a lot of those unnecessary problems because of 
the leadership and the staff that we have in place kind of making sure everybody has somebody on every step of the way because to me our brand and what we do is is what we have and and the goodwill of our company is going to continue to pace at the same pace of our growth and and it's it's been great so yeah we do have a lot more staff so just um you know retention wise if they make it through the first two weeks they're here when i say that i think a lot of people come in and they're like holy crap this is a lot it's a lot of work it's a lot of training i didn't you know they don't know they don't know what they don't know and um they sign up for it and if they get through we have trainings every you know almost every day we have a book club that's run by agents for the agents that they kind of run themselves which is really neat and says a lot about the culture that they want to do that on their own and that's that's weekly in every office led by a different agent uh but we have transaction coordinators we have a marketing department we have an administrative department accounting department so it's a it's a big organization and uh pretty neat so once an agent comes in, you've mm-hmm. got the brand, the process, the standards so figured out that an agent, I mean, there's a quite a, like, it's a pretty tight railroad. They can just run down this thing, right? You've right. got, you've got the ditches figured out so that the, the, the quality of what a DJ and Lindsay experienced agent is like is pretty dialed up. And as a team leader, I think some people get scared to push their agents too far or to say, you know what, don't give them their little... They're room to fly a little bit, but how have you been able to get them so dialed in, run the DJ and Lindsay kind of show, mm-hmm. but not feel like they've lost their identity too as a solo, as an agent that's out there building their own careers too? Yeah. And I get that a lot too. And, you know, I kind of tie it back to any other brand that their name's in it. You know, Keller Williams is, is two, two guys, you know, Coldwell Banker. Berkshire Hathaway, these are all brands that were built, but all everyone was able to build their identity underneath their brands. It just happens to be DJ and Lindsay now that they're under. And I, you know, we're we're elevating their experience by making sure that we are putting them in the front. But by the leads that we're able to give to our agents and and kind of feed it and invest into their business, they're now able to instantly have this crazy sphere because in this town it every you know there's a lot of licensed real estate agents and everybody knows everybody and in my opinion of the you know the the networking and doing all that things really makes it kind of you know really hard can you make it absolutely is it harder yes but if you have these leads that and you do a really high level they're going to refer you to their neighbor their their friends their family and we do do a different tier split based on, you know, whether it's a lead and then personal. So, you know, once you're here a year, they get a great, you know, they're at a 90% split and still get all of the marketing, all the transaction coordinating. So we developed this to make an agent long-term be able to provide all the services. And through that, it's, I think it's, I, you know, being on the other side, you know, being an agent, I wanted to create the best agency for, for my team and to create it for the long term. Cool. So you've got some tiers built in based on production length and then so that as they build themselves up and they're more in line with the experience, they can kind of slightly save, you know, earn some money so they don't go fly the coop and they stay within the brand. They see the value. Oh, I love that concept. I mean, I'm sure a lot of agents don't like to do that. A lot of team leaders stay pretty hard and steadfast to that, say, original deal, and they never want to let it go. But it sounds like you're of a different mind. 
Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was on that mindset for a long time and, and it, it, you know, probably lost some, some great agents because of that and, and learned that, Hey, we're the collaboration of a great community with great agents that have the experience. And just by that, it's, it's, it's great. Plus if we develop them and turn and turn them into amazing agents, like I want to work side by side with them. I want to help them grow. I mean, we become, you know, pretty friendly. We know each other, we know their families. So if we can help and, and do deals together, not only within real estate, but to help them invest and buy homes and buy properties. So that's, that's our like next, next endeavor is kind of just helping people learn how to invest in real estate because there's more, you know, once they're doing well and, and understanding that, you know, our investment side, Lindsay and I have flipped probably close to 50 houses. We own um, like, I think I don't even know, seven Airbnbs right now. So we're, we're being able to, to lead and show them how to do this from, you know, our missteps because there's a lot of different ways to, to make money in real estate. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Cause I know about your personal journey through investing and stuff. And I, I kind of figured that was part of the team that is like, you're right. You need to build a foundation. You need to be able to put food on the table every, every month, every week. But I love the fact that you're reinvesting both to the, to the building wealth side of mm -hmm. kind of, we're like insider trading, right. As realtors. And, and so many of them forget it and they just let it be. What are some of the tips do you think get those zero agents coming in green or from somewhere else? And within three months, like I saw a quote on one of your agents testimonials saying, if you've got three deals pending at most teams, you're like a rock star at, at DJ and Lindsay. It's like, are you even waking up? You know, <laughs> like, I loved it. Scott, like, that one it was so funny. Yeah. So like, what what is some of the keys to success you find early for these guys to just it, the switch flicks and it's finally they're they're playing in in like these top sorry i think i froze up a little bit but i'm back no so yeah. i find a lot of people that are just well that are coachable that are willing to listen that are willing to just forget everything and just say hey i'm going to absorb everything i'm going to trust the process uh, i found athletes i've been just tremendous um, because they've been coached, you know, I, I'm the same way. If a coach tells me to do something, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it the next day. I, I've always been that way. I played basketball my whole life. And I always had that mindset that I'm going to listen to people that have, have already done this. That's the shortcut. And we try to really teach that in the onboarding process. And, and like I said, the, the community here, we work out of the office five days a week. Everybody, you know, kind of comes in that, that, you know, is on the lead shifts and doing all of the things together that community kind of helps boost them up because, you know, it, it shows that level of seniority to, to our, 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 our experienced agents to be able to give back to, to the, uh, to non-experienced agents. And now they're writing deals within the first two weeks because of that and because of the leadership and it's really neat to see, but really the willingness to learn and eagerness to, to be disciplined and just follow, follow the process and trust the process. Totally. I wrote a quick email out one of my, uh, I have a, like an e-series I put out just for, for agents and, uh, that's just the execution mindset, right. Just to, just to take an action, even though it's not the biggest action and, uh, I love it. Tell me Inc 5,000. That's, that's ridiculous. Like hitting that, you know, you don't see real estate brokerages or teams unless they're like mega brands. You don't see them on that list. Awesome. You guys hit like 1000 and something of 5,000. I mean that, tell me what that felt like. You know, it's always been a big goal of mine to, to make that list. There's all these like awards and different things that, but 
like you said, when you look at some of the Florida companies that made that list, like, you know, the, you know there's uh, Natalie's Orange Juice, is, you know, it's a brand here that's really phenomenal and, and, and uh, it's Home Depot. And I was like, man, if, if my brand could ever make that list, I would be, I knew we would do something bigger than, than real estate right now. And, and one of the greatest, you know, one of the greatest accomplishments we've done yet this far and my goal is just to keep climbing but the the bigger thing is the people that we have and i you know i just i can't say that enough that we Lindsay and i couldn't do this alone it's it's great people believing in this great journey and the great experience that we're trying to provide that i do believe that it's bigger than real estate that it's a customer service like driven organization and no matter what you know and that's why i wanted to be out of the real estate not out of the real estate you know awards you know segment i just really wanted to see if i could compete with these other companies and it was it was neat to make it i love that how long how prior how much prior to that did you set the goal of that like when when did that become a goal that you wanted to hit so i joined the tom ferry organization in 2015 and i i'd seen some of you know a few of the like you know rock stars make that list and i was like man i i want to do that one day and i started really digging into it and looking and I read, you know, I read a lot of articles and books and it's always kind of popped up on there. And so I think in 2016, I really did it 2017, 2018. And, and I kept, you know, building up. And, and finally, when we submitted and, and, and made it last year, I was like, wow, we got some crazy revenue and <laughs> we're not doing so bad. Yeah. <laughs> this year, you know, climb that ranking a little bit because I think, totally. you know, I think we're going to. So you've done some stuff that most agents will never do, which is like jump into the billboard game, the radio game. Like, I mean, that, that must've been scary. I know behind the scenes and again, some of the conversations we've had that that was a big move, you know, whether it was you had the cash flow all of a sudden to pull that off or like what made you finally, and this would be for the littlest guy investing in their next set of whatever, or a guy like you going to the top. How did you get over that hump to be like, it's time to just do it? 23 billboards. Like that's, that's not a small ask. Yeah, I think it's, a, I think we have 50 billboards now. That was my first buy. I think we've doubled up now. Now we're about to, we're TV. We're trying to, here's what I, here's what I knew. I knew that it's been this like pet peeve of mine that I see on the MLS sometimes that, you know, there might be a hundred new listings call it in a day in Jacksonville. And I just wanted those at bats because, because like I said, the marketing, my media team, my photography, my everything and everything that, that they work for, they work tirelessly for. I know that we could, you know, provide the best experience for them. And we weren't getting those at bats. And I knew buying leads or doing this, you're, you know, just focusing on that. We needed to do something bigger. We needed to be a brand. We needed to solidify ourselves in the community and, I, you know, we did the 23 in St. Augustine and then I saw it work. It was, you know, I see you everywhere. I do this. And we started getting more opportunity and helps you, helps people understand that you are the, a real estate brand in the community that, you know, is the force to be reckoned with. Then we did it in Jacksonville and the same thing. It's just been phenomenal. And it opened up the uh, doors for the Jacksonville Jaguars and, and different things that I really believe is going to continue to catapult us to the next level of being the brand of North Florida. And uh, that's my goal. It's, it's working. Kind of like this, the whole thing is like, if you want to stay where you're at, we'll just keep doing what you're doing. Right. If right. you want to go something larger, you got that bigger goal where well, you're going to have to change something and risk something. I mm -hmm. love that. Cause I know that that wasn't a, 
a small decision. And the at-bats conversation, I think that's a huge takeaway for most people listening is, do you have enough of them, right? Based yeah. on your goals, are you having enough? And most agents would look back on their given week and be like, hell no, I'm not even close. And I, I tricked myself to thinking I'm busy, but I'm not at bat nearly as much as I should be. Love it. What, um, you guys got big into video recently, right? I mean, I know you took the studio on, you went in and you're, you're doing, tell me the layers for which you like video marketing now. You know, of course there's property videos, right? That's, you know, we'd all been doing that, but like you guys are going deeper and you're showing a bit of the story. I'd love to hear your take on it. Yeah. So, you know, my dream when we built out, I wanted to have this, uh, this amazing studio. We film podcasts in there. We were doing all of the agent photography, wanted to, an agent to be able to jump in there and do video, but I see where, where things are going in. I'm trying to find this, uh, quote I sent out yesterday, but it, uh, the YouTube, I, I know everything's going to YouTube. I know the millennial generation, that's going to be our next wave of buyers is going to be crazy. I know that there's just a lot of opportunity. I read yesterday, TikTok has over 130 million active users in the United States and a rapid growth of the 30 to 50 plus, which are, you know, kind of our, you know, prime real estate prospects. And I think, you know, being able to do that and the reels and kind of see the trends of where social and video are going, we want, I just want to continue to stay in front of, in front of that and continue to innovate. Because you guys are doing that as a brokerage, but you must be coaching your agent body to be doing that. And you're yeah. right. It, I mean, some people say it's too early or it's too late. And it's like, no, it's, you're just using excuses and you're just not getting going. Yeah. Right? And for you, agents, you know, if you're listening to this, you don't need this. I mean, the studio is great and we, we happen to have that, but some of our best productions and things have just been filmed on a phone, just, you know, out in front of a restaurant, giving back to small businesses. We're doing that a ton this month and, and just trying to give back and, and be the, be the, the person that they can go to for, for information in the community. Cause that's who we are. Fair enough. Now, I know we're short on time. Your big thing with leverage. What is the things that you think an agent should be doing every day versus what you should outsource? Even if you're, you, know, you guys have outsourced a lot of it to your staff. So your agents can be good at doing what they do best. So what do you find are the key things an agent does um, and should be you know, focused on versus hiring an admin, a virtual, uh, or hopefully your brokerage yeah. can do it? Yeah, I, I see it all the time. People want their conversations to be had and they want this like appointment set for them. And it's like, Wait, so you want to go on the, I think Kyle Russell says this all the time. Like you want the appointment set for you. You want somebody to go on the appointment. You want the transaction coordinator to close it for you. But the true, this is a 1v1 business, meaning that the face, the first initial contact, Darren, is in my opinion, the most important. And I think the agent should be taking that because they're the ones that know the market, that know what's for sale, knows how quick things are moving in, in certain neighborhoods. And I think if you're outsourcing that, that person doesn't have, you know, definitely doesn't have boots in the ground. They're not in the community. They're not negotiating offers. They're not, they haven't lost, you know, an inspection on a condo that, you know, might be, you know, a little bit older. So I find that first initial con contact to be very important and then them working through and then being able to pass that off to a licensed transaction coordinator is what we do. And they kind of handle the, the paperwork and the inspection reports. And my agents are definitely on, on every touch point, but I think that, that, you know, I think people try to outsource the, the initial uh, contact too, too often. 
I couldn't agree more. I tried it all. I tried virtual. I tried local hire. I told guys in industry, out of industry. And we always had the best conversion running our team when the agents got on it. And it's actually them that after they outsourced it for a bit and they realized, eh, maybe I'm not getting those conversations that I'm supposed to, they wanted it back. Yeah. Um, and uh, I love I love that you say that. So, and then the transaction coordinator in your guys' world, they're the ones that just once you're in contract that they would manage through some of the paperwork. Is that right? Yeah. So like, you know, they'll do addendums and negotiate the repairs and then make sure all the timelines of the contract are met. So the agent can truly scale themselves. And I right. say this all the time, this organization and that, you know, that video is funny with only having three pending. We're meant to sell five, seven homes, you know, a month because that's where the true scale happens. And, you know, I have people joining the team that, you know, in their first year selling 25 to 30 homes, going back to now look at their sphere of people, that's 30 people. That's, they just got basically three or four years. I know. And when I first got in, it took me three or four years to sell 30 houses. They're getting that experience all in one year and growing their sphere. So it's, you know, it's my opinion, it's been just tremendous growth and, and helpfulness to the agents. Amazing. So what's next for you guys, as we wrap up, you guys are on pace for about 3000 homes, which is just amazing. You're in three locations, right? 85 agents. Yep. Paint me the picture of what happens by the end of 2022. Where are you guys taking this? 2022, I'm looking at, you know, $1.4 billion in sales. I want to do it. You know, I just, you know, 35 to 4,000 transactions going to be the goal. I think we can definitely, you know, it, when you get this size, it's hard to, you know, your, your goals, you know, you can't, the double mark's not really there anymore, but agent count. I, uh, I truly believe like I'm saying with the customer deserves, I want the at-bats with, with the agents in the community because it, the ambition to get licensed and do all of these things is there for so many people. It, it truly kind of makes me sad that they'll get in the business, maybe choose the wrong brokerage or get bad advice. And then, you know, burn through their savings because we are a commission-based, you know, industry, then get out of the business. There's an 87% fail rate. So, you know, truly if we could double agent count to 200 to 250 next year, I want to help as many people in our communities as possible once they're licensed to stay in the business and understand that it is hard, but we're going to be here for, for them. And, and I want that, you know, to be the, I want that to be the next evolution is just the agent count and, and the agents we're able to support because then we get to hire more support staff and it's just the domino effect of, of great people and better community and, and great, you know, it's great to be around. I love that, man. It's like, uh, I follow a few guys who are out there building influence and they, they speak about being able to charge maybe a premium service. And they do that because they have a value, an offer that's so strong, right? Right. So if you got a value that's so good to agents, keeping them in the business, fighting off that 87% failure rate, you, you as the business owner with the heart that I know you have, have more capital to throw back in to the business to build and influence more people on the ground. So I love that concept that you're doing that. I mean, I, knowing your trajectory, how much you guys execute, it's incredible to watch. And I can't wait to see you pull those things off. Um, any, any last words before you got to go? Maybe you got to hit the waves. I'm not sure, but. You know, I just got back from a surf trip in Puerto Rico, getting back to it. Uh, it was great. Took my son over there for, for the weekend. Now I'm just very honored to be on here. You've always been a great, you know, great person to mastermind with and, and it's, it's a you know, true honor to be on the show with you. And, you know, I really appreciate you having me. 
Awesome, man. So the best place to find you guys, follow the journey. Is it is it Instagram where you're you're the strongest, or is it YouTube, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, DJ and Lindsay? It's it's L I N D S C Y. Um, just follow us on there and and just watch watch the magic that the marketing team does because they're 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 taking it up a notch too, and uh, it's going to be exciting to see what they do next year. Yeah, it's already relentless when you do watch it. Uh, I was finding myself scrolling and scrolling like, damn, he's doing this and he's doing that and he's doing this and they're dialed in and I was just super impressed. So thanks, buddy, for having uh, the time spending it with me. You. Um, you go keep crushing it, finish up the year strong. That's what I'm trying to coach everybody to do, right? <laughs> that it's yeah. separation season. So um, yeah, I'll let you be. This has been another episode of the Reeducation Experience Podcast. I can't wait to chat with you next time. Yeah, thank you.